Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Assessing Organizational Ability to Support Client Self-Management. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on July 19, 2017. The webinar is presented by the Lewin Group in collaboration with the SAMHSA-HRSA Center for, or- for Integrated Health Solutions and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. In this podcast, Alexis Esteman, a consultant at the Lewin Group, discusses the self-management support organizational assessment tool. I'm going to take some time now to walk through the self-management support organizational assessment tool, or the SMS OAT. Self-management has been demonstrated to increase individual satisfaction with healthcare, reduce the cost of care, and improve health outcomes for persons with a variety of chronic health conditions. Self-management is especially applicable to individuals with serious mental illness and to those with substance abuse conditions. Persons with serious mental illness or substance use conditions can use self-management skills to manage their behavioral and physical conditions, maintain their overall health, and maximize their quality of life. Next slide, please. To give a bit of background, the Lewin Group developed the tool in collaboration with CMS, along with the input of subject matter experts in consumer-centered care, self-management support, and also care coordination. The tool is derived from the experience of behavioral health clinicians, primary clinicians, and individuals with expertise in implementing self-management support. Further, the tool is built upon the foundation that supporting self-management involves a shift away from that more traditional model of care to one that is client-centric and supports shared decision-making. To facilitate the change means staff and organizations must structure and deliver care in ways that honor individuals' perspectives on their health care, treatment, and relationships with providers. This might also mean the adoption of new organizational processes to teach individuals the skills to manage their conditions and health over time and to collaborate with their healthcare providers to make decisions about their care. Self-management support also involves actively engaging a client's natural supports who can play a positive but non-professional role in recovery. Within any organization, this is likely to involve changing organizational cultures and setting new role expectations and service priorities. Behavioral health organizations can anticipate needing to innovate, acquire external support, dedicate time and resources, and commit to effect change and achieve this vision of person-centered and integrated care. Next slide, please. The goal of the tool is to help administrators, providers, or other service delivery staff in behavioral health and primary care organizations serving individuals with serious mental illness or substance use conditions. Ultimately, the tool intends to raise awareness of the features of client interactions and care processes consistent with self-management support, provide a blueprint or a roadmap to assess self-management support activities, 
and also highlight examples of ways that organizations can expand the capacity to integrate self-management support. Next slide, please. Our tool is broken into three main sections. The first section is focused on self-management support foundations, which includes three subsections. The first is client activation. Supporting clients to take active roles in their own care is essential to their recovery and increases care integration and coordination to meet their needs and goals. This support includes offering a range of options that facilitate meaningful choices by clients, as well as access to care and medical records. The second subsection is self-management support and care planning. Care planning and self-management support helps the care team, clients, and also their natural supports focus on interventions to manage symptoms while supporting clients and pursuing their self-identified goals. While it is typically the client who works with one staff member in particular, such as the primary clinician, nurse, social worker, or peer specialist, to develop the plan, the entire care team should be available for the planning meeting so that short-term objectives in the respective roles of each person involved are clear. The last subsection is self supporting self-management with care teams. Clients and their natural supports benefit from services that range from medical care and home health services to supported housing, supported education or employment, and also peer support. A care or recovery team can best provide the range of services and often includes providers from different disciplines and settings, clients, and natural supports. The care team may also partner with outside organizations and can help clients and their supports coordinate the range of medical care and other services to meet their goals. Ongoing communication and collaboration among the members of this team outside of periodic and more formal care planning discussions can provide essential cohesion and avoid care that is not aligned with client goals. The second section of the tool is on monitoring self-management support activities. Ongoing monitoring is needed to ensure that your organization staff or care teams continue to meet client needs and provide the necessary follow-up to help clients achieve and maintain their health. Collecting and assessing feedback from persons with behavioral health and substance abuse conditions as well as their natural supports improves the quality and responsiveness of care. Next slide, please. The OAT itself is a self-assessment tool, which is available online through an interactive form, a downloadable PDF, and also an interactive Excel tally score sheet. You can save your answers to review with your staff and coworkers, either by downloading a PDF of your responses in the online version of the tool, or by saving your completed Excel file. And this can serve as a reference for your organization to consider potential areas of opportunity for improvement or focus. Next slide, please. Our team recommends that you ask at least two staff to review the elements of self-management support in sections one and two of our tool independently with the following instructions in mind. We recommend that you consider the prior three-month period of care delivery and the clients you or your care team served when answering the questions. You should choose one response for each question and it's important to remember that there is no right or wrong answer. Just make your best guess. The tool is intended to facilitate a team discussion about your organization's self-management services. On the right of the screen, you'll see a screen grab of the tool itself. 
Each section includes introductory language regarding that section's topic and also a set of self-assessment questions. We can move into that in a little bit more detail. So you can move to the next slide. To break down what elements of the tool look like and how they're scored, we can go through an example. The first item is, do staff and providers communicate with clients in a manner that promotes and maintains dignity and respect? The questions followed with a bit of a description as well as some examples of best practices. In this case, an example is to offer private places to discuss care concerns or schedule appointments. Next slide. The question then prompts you to consider a few different factors. How often does this occur? Are there policies in place and staff trainings available? Does the organization consider client feedback? Your answers to these three questions will determine your overall score for the element. Next slide. In this case, we uh, just provided an example of someone that might have answered this question. A person that answers sometimes, never, and yes, would get a total score of two for this particular item. And then you can also select whether this is a priority for your organization. Your scores for each element are then added up for sections one and two of the organizational assessment tool. Next slide. For the first section, if you score an 81 to uh, 125, your organization has a strong foundation for self-management support. A 41 to 80 indicates that your organization has some of the necessary foundational elements for self-management support, and a score of 40 or less means that your organization needs to build a foundation for self-management support. You might want to consider the overall importance of self-management to the needs of your clients and how self-management may fit with your organizational priorities and procedures. For the second section, the max score you can get is a 35 indicating that your organization has a strong foundation of procedures to monitor self-management support activities. If you score a 13 to 23, this means that you have some foundational elements in place, and a score of 12 or less means that there are opportunities to improve or create procedures to support activity monitoring. You can take these results and use them to inform conversations with your organization about opportunities for improvement and how best to move forward. The SMS OAT provides examples of strategies organizations can take to improve different elements of self-management support delivery. Next slide, please. The last section of the tool includes other resources to implement self-management support services for individuals with serious mental illness and other chronic conditions. These include resources both developed by the Resources for Integrated Care team, as well as external resources, some of which we will introduce toward the end of this webinar.